Hi, I'm Simon Hill, and you're watching Purebred Reds, Adelaide United Fan TV. Hi, I'm Daniel Mullen, former Adelaide United player and Asian Champions League winner with Western Sydney Wanderers. When it comes to any of my soccer needs, I do my shopping here at Soccer Locker. An Australian owned and operated business, the store is located at Shop 5 of 181 to 183 Grange Road, Finden. Founded in 2017, Soccer Locker was introduced into the market to fulfil all the soccer related needs of Australians, providing a huge range of quality clothing and equipment ranging from soccer balls, team kits, goalkeeper gear, accessories and much more. Recently arrived stock also includes stunning retro kits from some of our favourite past eras as fans of the world game. Soccer Locker is a specialist in Premier Range Boots, Adidas and Puma, goalkeeper gear and licensed merchandise. Visit us online at www.soccerlocker.com.au with free delivery Australia wide. So get shopping now at our Finland store, open from 10am to 5.30pm from Monday to Friday and open Saturdays from 9am to 3pm. G'day guys and welcome to the Purebred Reds, Adelaide United Fan TV. I'm your host Ellis Gelios coming to you with a preview of our game against Western United at Cooper Stadium. So I'm joined by an ex-player who had some wonderful years at the club, played 86 games for Adelaide United across two stints between 2009 and 2013. It's his third time on the show. Fifey, welcome. How are you, mate? Good. Thank you, mate. How are you? Very well, very well. Great to uh, get you on the show once again. So much going on, mate. Uh, you've got a training session to run very, very soon, so we're going to race through this one. Uh, but so much going on, like I mentioned there, off the top, Fifey. It's a big game coming up against Western United, four-year-old club, Adelaide United. Um, it's a 7.05 kickoff, guys, so make sure you're tuning in on Fox Sports or KO Sports. As always, just quickly in terms of squad news, Mohamed Toure returns and James Delianov is very close He'll play in the NPL this Saturday against who else but in Fife's Campbelltown. And Fife, we'll talk a little more about your game uh, at the end of the interview here, which is going to be a big one against the Adelaide United youth team on Saturday. But first things first, mate, just looking at that performance against Wellington last Sunday, you've won championships as a player with Sydney FC and as a coach with Campbelltown as well. Uh, when you're on the road and winning, uh, you've just got to close the game out. So if you're going to be a serious contender at this stage of the season, do you agree? Absolutely. I think they would have thought the same thing. Uh, no, Kyle probably would have a um, uh, great opportunity to go top. Uh, let's hope they get another opportunity to, to go top and to stay top. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure they would have been kicking themselves. That was a real uh, fantastic opportunity. I guess you can only uh, learn from that and then move forward. If you're Calvert, do you ring the changes going into the game against Western United or is there no reason to panic just yet based on that performance against Wellington last weekend? No, I don't think there's any need to, to panic. It's, uh, I think the boys, I've actually, um, I miss a, a fair few games, but uh, the ones that I have watched with Adelaide United, especially lately, they've been really great to watch, really great to watch, especially at home. Um, and their, their bigger uh, type players are really firing at the moment as well and, and leading the way, scoring goals, setting up goals. Um, you know, I think defensively, great shape. And playing really good football, attractive, attacking, positive football. So um, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say uh, panic too much. 
It was looking like we were relatively home and hosed for a while, Fifey. However, unbelievably, now exit the top six if we can, if we lose, and if other results go against us. Uh, is this the type of thing that can rattle the players going into the game? Um, I don't think at that level it would rattle you uh, as a as a player. It, it would probably um, it would probably do the opposite. I would say it would, it would um, focus you a little bit more on the task at hand. Um, and it would um, it would kind of make you a, a stronger unit, knowing that um, these pressures are on you. But as a player, you enjoy those pressures, um, and especially when you come out of out of it the other side, and you and you get the the points on the board, and you get the three points, and um, you kind of go towards the top of the ladder instead of um, towards the middle of the ladder. It, it, it's a good feeling, and it will kind of galvanise the group a little bit more if they can pull through and get a, a couple of good results in a row now. Yeah, very well said. We hope that'll be the case. Uh, our record at home against Western United is pretty shocking, uh, Fifey. Last time out, they crucified us here 6-1, and that, that was the game that sent us in to the COVID shutdown. Would this be weighing on the minds of the players at all going into this game? Oh, again, I think it would be a, a, a little bit of motivation there. Um you know, they, they can um, pull upon kind of the, um, the, the the way they felt after that game and, and say, you know, we don't want to feel that again. Um, you know, um, probably a different kind of team now, a more um, confident team as well, I think, going into this game. I think um, maybe back then it was a little bit of a um, young squad as well. So in terms of the, the inner belief in, in each individual, maybe... They were still searching for that a little bit more. And I think over the last few weeks, they found that. Um, certainly have as a team, uh, but, but also as individuals as well. So the young lads are, are playing really well as well. So um, like I said, I think it's a different team coming into this game. I think the Western United will be aware of that. Um, and it will be a different story. I think a, a different result, certainly a, a far different result from, from the last result. Yeah, you're right. Different team, different players and uh, a different manager back then. And it feels like years ago, doesn't it? Uh, but we'll move along. Uh, now, you've played against Carl Veard and Ross Aloisi plenty of times before in your professional career. What have you made of our management team so far this season and how they're getting on? Well, I think so far, I mean, I mean it's hard to, to judge too much at this stage of the season. It's always best to judge it at the end of the season and see what results um, come their way. But um, if you were to... If you were just a judge on, on what's been happening so far, um, you would have to say it's pretty pretty positive. Um, I think it's a reflection of how the players are playing. Um, the players are playing with what looks like um, enjoyment uh, and what looks like freedom and expression. Um, then I think then that that you can kind of get a gauge from that uh, as to how they feel like. Um, how the coaching staff are going. Um, it seems like they want to play for the coaching staff. Obviously, there's a connection there with um, the South Australian lads. So, you know, these guys came through playing for Adelaide United when, when you know, Adelaide United were in its first years. Um, you know, they played in the state previously, obviously, for a number of years as well, uh, Adelaide City and things like that. So there, there's a connection there. The thing with... Um, this state and soccer in this state, football in this state, is that um, we love a team full of South Australians and we really get behind it. So, um, 
and what you find is the the community, the South Australian soccer community, is um, quite a tight knit bunch, and and uh, you know they want to see each other do well. So um, yeah, I know these guys personally, so um, I want to see them do well. Uh, you know, I think they're capable of doing it. I think they're ultimately. Um, showing that in, in terms of how the team is playing. Um, but also, um, I think that they're capable of coaching at that level. I think they've proved that now. Uh, Ross, especially, he's been there for a number of years. But but Carl was a head coach. I think uh, uh, he's, he's proven that he can certainly coach at that level. And, you know, at the end of the day, you just want uh, them to be rewarded, the team, but also the, the club itself. Uh, with with silverware, so let's hope that you know it's not just a year where, um, you know, oh, it's, it was a great year. We came, you know, in the top two, top three. You want it to be a a, a reward at the end, which is silverware, whether that be the minor premiership or or the grand final. Yeah, you are definitely uh, right on the money. Now, just moving along, talking about Western United, this season, what have you made of them so far? And I just want to ask you uh, as a follow-up there, the strike force of Diamante, Alessandro Diamante, that is, and, and Bessat Barisha, um, where, does, where do you rank that attack in the overall best attacking lineups you've seen in the history of the A-League across uh, what you've seen and also teams that you might have played against or or played with for that matter? Mm, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, I think most football fans have enjoyed watching uh, Borussia play for a number of years now. Diamante, though, he's just such a technically gifted player. It's incredible to watch him play um, and just to see how how fantastic he is on the ball in terms of picking passes and Having ideas in his head uh, before he receives the ball is, is something that a lot of our younger players can learn from. He's such, such an important character to have in our league because we want to produce these players. Um, you know, we produce a lot of the same kind of players. That are really important for players like that to come here, play for, um, play in our league. But most importantly, to get exposure for our younger players to see what it takes. The, the, the technical ability of, of these players are excellent. Uh, so, pleasure to watch. Um, uh, in terms of uh, where does it stack up against uh, players I've played against. I've played against some good players in the league, for sure. You know, one for me that stands out uh, is probably, although past his prime is Del Piero, he's obviously a class act. Uh, even at that age, he was still uh, just have glimpses of, of genius within him. Um, so it was a pleasure to be in the same field as him. Uh, but that was uh, that was probably the best uh, that, you know, I would have came up against. In terms of dy- dynamic um forward lines over the years. I can't even remember. I played that long ago. <laughs> uh, but there was some really good, uh, uh, you know, Mel Victory with Archie and Danny Olsop. They were quite uh, good. Uh, but then you had, you know, Fernando Reck and, um, and Q for Adelaide. They were really good as well. I think they linked up really well. Um, and then we were lucky enough when I was at Sydney as well. I had uh, some, some really good uh, forwards. I played with some really good forwards in this league, like real top class forwards, you know, Surge, Big Surge, VD, um, Adelaide United. Um, you know, yeah, we, we had some really good players as well. Adelaide United, creative players, Marcos, um, Marcello, these kind of players, Travis. Um, so, yeah, I was lucky enough to play with and against a, a really, really good uh, technically technical players. Do you have any memories of marking Bess? Any any happy ones? Nah, he was, I remember... Uh, he was just snarling a lot. Like he was real angry. That's what I remember. He was really angry. 
If you play, if you play, you love to play against him. I remember me and um, Bogues, he used to always have clashes with Bogues. Um, so I don't know if they still do or if they're mates now. I don't know. But um, yeah, he was always, uh, he was always leaving a foot in. Uh, it was, it was, he had that little nasty streak in him, which was, you know, if you, like I said, if you, if he's on your team, uh, that's fantastic attribute to have um, to really go into each game kind of like it's a, like it's a one-on-one battle, one-on-one war with, with those defenders. And us as defenders, we love those uh, challenges as well. So, um, yeah, he was always just leaving, leaving a foot in or, you know, you'd always come out of it with a, a bruise here or there with, with Bess, yeah. Don't doubt it, mate. Uh, he still keeps going somehow. I just want to get a quick prediction from you, Fifey. Who wins this game? I believe Adelaide United will win. I, I, I really do. Um, I think that um, they still have the momentum, although Western United have been having a, a couple of good results of late. But United have something at the moment that they can really um, hold on to if they if they continue to to play the way they're playing. It's you can sense a little bit of momentum, um, real positive energy within the group. Um, I think they fear no one. That's clear. Um, so uh, I, I honestly feel that Adelaide United will, will win probably, you know, it'll be a, a tight game, but I would say probably 2-1. Beautiful. We can only hope it happens. Fifey, let's discuss you and Campbelltown. Uh, what a season it was last year. Challenges uh, early on, you were thrown into the equation, but then you managed to somehow smooth it all out so beautifully well. You ended up winning the championship against the highly fancied Comets. Tell us uh, how it all came about to be so swimmingly, uh, your transition into that role last season. Yeah. Um, well, it was obviously Phil Stubbins was was in charge um, at the time um, and, uh, and I was his assistant. Um, I was in the role of not too sure if I wanted to be a coach, to be honest with you. Um, kind of had a chat to Phil and, and, and people around the club and they said, oh, you know, give it a go. And I said, well, I'll give it a go and see if I want to be a coach because I'm not too sure. I've seen all the work that, that Joe had done previously, um, you know, and how tight his schedule is. I was for a number of years. Um, so I, I, wasn't, I, was, I wasn't too sure. I obviously didn't have my badges, so I wasn't really keen on coaching, to be honest with you. And then over the, the, the coming months, it, it kind of grew on me and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, uh, being a part of Phil Stubbins' coaching staff. Uh, you know, I enjoyed a different perspective on, on being on the field and learning a completely different way because it is completely different to being a player. Um, and then, you know, Phil, I think, probably had a, had a little bit enough. He had a bit on his plate at the time. Um, so, yeah, he just decided, you know, he... he focused towards other things and he had an, uh, an academy at the time as well I think he still ha- has that so that was really taken off and yeah so he was focused on a little bit of other things at, at that time and there was, there was an opportunity there and um, and I thought it would be you know um, a good opportunity for, for me to kind of guide these guys towards um, uh, you know success um, I think there was maybe 12 games left Um so, yeah, I, I, I just, uh, you know, kind of fell into the role a little bit and then it loved it from the, from the moment I, I took over from that, um, 
in the in the head coach position. Loved it from the from the from the moment I remember uh, the feeling that week, and and then the, the coming weeks, and obviously winning helps um, drive that feeling, and 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 it kind of pushed me towards a, a real um, thought process of yeah, I, I could do this. Um, I enjoy doing it, and I want to pursue it. Um, but I had a great group of, of players to work with. That's that's for sure. Uh, and I think we all um, we all drove it together, um, you know. And full credit goes to the players. And you know, I was new coming into the role, so I take my hat off to the to the lads. They helped within uh, everyone at the club helped, you know. So yeah, it's just kind of grown into this position now. I find myself in the in the head coaching position this year. A different challenge. We've lost players. We've um, brought players in, so completely different. Again, you know, you, you have to look at other players, sign players, let players go. Unfortunately, for, for different reasons, um, um, it's there's so much to it's it's like a full time job with you know not many rewards. Uh, so, but you do it because you love it. You do it because um, that great feeling on a Saturday of, of winning games and and winning trophies and. I've been lucky enough to do that here for a number of years as a player and I was lucky enough to do it uh, last season as a coach. So I want that feeling to continue. Yeah, and uh, like you pointed out there, not the strongest start to your season, but early doors and we know that Campbelltown always finished very strongly. Let's just quickly discuss the game this weekend. You'll be playing in a huge game against Adelaide United's NBL team. Um, both sides not having started in the best of form, but... Uh, it is a huge game and you must be wary of all the talent that uh, this Adelaide United NPL outfit has uh, this season. Fifey, they're absolutely stocked with uh, some real, real big names in there. This is going to be a huge game, obviously, and I implore all Adelaide United fans to follow up Friday night's A-League game by getting out to Campbelltown on Saturday afternoon for it's going to be a huge one. It certainly will be, yeah. Um, I think Adelaide have came off uh, a, a couple of uh, bad results, but that isn't any reflection on the way uh, Ayrton's got them playing. I think they're playing some good football. Uh, it's a young group, so they're going to... Um, they're not going to, you know, win every game, which is, you know, expected as long as they're improving. And, and usually with Adelaide United teams, uh, youth teams, they, they usually start, you know, a little bit slow, but towards the end, they're actually a, a really tough opponent to... To, um, to play against so uh, we play we were lucky enough to play them in the preseason so we, we know what they're capable of they're very, very well organised there's a lot of really good talent within the team obviously um, plays with A-League experience so um, we have our work cut out there's no doubt about that that's how we're approaching it we're here at training now um, we, we've done our due diligence in terms of watching uh, video analysis and and seeing how they set up and and seeing uh, how our game plan will, will kind of uh, uh, go up against theirs and, and how we want to approach the game as well. So, um, yeah, it'll be very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I enjoy, you know, every Saturday coaching this, uh, these bunch of players. So um, this Saturday will be no different. Well, Everyone keep tabs on Ian Fife. What an amazing achievement to win a championship in your maiden season as a senior coach. Good luck on Saturday, Fife. It's going to be a very important game for the home side. I'll be there watching. Can't wait. Uh, two teams I have, well, obviously I have massive respect for, but uh, the success that Campbelltown have achieved is just absolutely unprecedented in this state. 
And uh, obviously, there's so much history between Campbelltown and Adelaide United in regards to people like yourself, uh, a lot of affiliation. Thank you so much for joining us at short notice tonight, Fifey. All the best Saturday, mate. And uh, you better get off to that training session. Good luck. I better get off, I better get off to it. Yeah. Good on you. Thanks very much. Appreciate it.